For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. As you may know, the NFL loves tall, long defensive backs, and Buffalo DB Jamarcus Ingram fits that description. Ingram originally started his career at Texas Tech before transferring to Buffalo for the 2021 season, where he finished with 47 tackles and three pass breakups. For today's NFL Draft Prospects Spotlight interview, host Ryan Roberts spoke to Ingram. Before we get to that interview, though, folks, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, which, of course, is Bet Online. BetOnline has you covered after the football season ends. There's plenty still to bet on with basketball and hockey going on. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of your sports action this upcoming winter season. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus from basketball Football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast Spotlight Interview Edition for the 2022 NFL Draft. Have another talented player joining me today, Mr. Jamarcus Ingram, defensive back out of Buffalo. If you haven't seen him yet, I'm a Northeast guy, so you know I have long athletic corner that I'm excited about to start to get some real deep looks entering this draft cycle. Jamarcus, appreciate you for jumping on, man. How's everything been going so far? Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Um, Shoot, everything's been good, you know, just getting ready to start this process, you know, um, start my journey, you know, to make it to the NFL. Yeah, man. I know it's really exciting times for you, to say the least. And I want to kind of run this as a little bit of a journey. I'm actually going to take you back to South, uh, South Oak Cliff for a second, man. And I want to talk because I think originally you started at Utah State, if I have that correct, in, in mm-hmm. the little little background information I've done you. So talk to me a little bit, Jamarcus, just about the high school career. I think you played both ways. I think you were a star receiver. Talk to me a little bit about the high school career and how you ended up at Utah State originally. Um, so in high school, man, uh, it's been a little <laughs> process. But uh, I actually, I played receiver um, mm-hmm. in high school. So I kind of had to wait my turn, you know, uh, to my senior year. Um, we had got a coaching staff change. Um, and so the new coaching staff, they, like, helped me out. Um, Adrian Medice and Kyle Ward, they kind of, like, shared me in the offseason and helped me um, develop my game, you know, as far as, like, seeing if I could play DB and a uh, receiver. But um, going into my senior season, um, I played receiver, you know, as well. Um, well, I played receiver, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 
to help, you know, help our team and be, you know, who I could be um, on the offensive side of the ball and really get to play defense like that. So um, going into my transition to make it into college, um, that was the thing. Like, I didn't really have any offers to play receiver or nothing like that. So um, they reached out to a few schools, you know, tried to give me some walk-on opportunities. And Utah State was the one um, who gave me an opportunity to walk on, but it would have to be at DB. So um, I started, like, training every day, like, in the offseason. Like, I say, like, a few days after we lost in the playoffs, uh, my high school – my and after um, we lost in the playoffs – a few days after that, I started training, like, every day, like, just doing um, DB stuff, like, trying to get right so that I could get, you know, where I wanted to get to, um, knowing that I would have to walk on at Utah State. And I, I know a lot of guys obviously have a similar background as far as – I mean, I, I think some of the best corners that end up playing are, were guys that were heavily more on the offensive side of the football. I remember I talked to J.C. Horn last year when he was going through the process, and he was like, mm-hmm. the best thing I did in high school was I thought I was a wide receiver, you know, until yeah. I finally got to college. Talk to me a little bit about that, though, man. Like, the, like, how much do you feel like playing wide receiver has helped you to make that transition to corner that you had to make? Man, it, it helped you a lot. Um, as far as like understanding what tendencies certain receivers have, like um, me myself being a receiver, like I can kind of pick up on little things that that receivers try to do. Like, like I know when I play receiver, like I did not like when a DB tried to get hands on me. So I made sure like that when I'm studying a DB or like when I'm trying to like uh, pick up my release game, like mm-hmm. I'm like. I'm finna have the best release possible so he can't touch me. Like I'm not like cause I want to get in and out of my I know that that our routes um with our, our timing with the QB, it's all time and you know, um trying to get in and out of your route so that you can get the ball, you know, most most importantly you wanna always be open. So like when I see it from a DB perspective, I'm like, okay, I know a receiver don't want to really really want to be touched. So I try to disrupt that timing, you know, um and get my hands on and be physical. You know, I have the the uh, body type, you know, to be able to do that consistently, you know, try to get hands on and and, and play physical with receivers, you know, so that, that it's easier for me to um, take them away in a passing game. Uh, absolutely, man. I would say, you know, no disrespect to wide receivers out there, but there's some prima donnas, you know, they don't like the heads on them at the line yeah. of scrimmage or at the catch point, to be honest. So yeah. I'm, I'm there with you, man. And, and I'm impressed because Despite the walk-on that you had to take, the walk-on route to Utah State, I think you started like 15 games in two years there. How big was it for you to kind of just get in there and get a lot of playing time? And just how rewarding was it to, you know, even though there's a stigma around walk-on sometimes, you were able to show early on in your career that you could play at that level? Um, it was very, very, very satisfying to, you know, be able to put myself, put myself in that um, caliber of football and then not only – um, get put on scholarship, but actually excel at that level. Um, at first, it was kind of hard, like to try to uh, put my wrap my mind around doing it, you know. Um, and with the help of my coaches um, back in high school, you know, Adrian Medes, Mike Adams, and Kyle Ward, like they they like helped me develop myself, you know, to to be able to get to that stage and excel, you know. Um, so it was, it was real fun, you know, and challenging. I, I just love challenges, so. Um, I just love to be able to overcome, you know, having a lot of obstacles and stuff. And it was that was just like real big for me to be able to make it to that level and really like have fun, like just playing the game, like from a different perspective. Like, I don't know, it's just 
I like that creative nature where you can just do some things different. Yeah. Well, I know from an NFL evaluator perspective, too, a lot of guys are really going to respect the fact that you persevered and that you took your game to that high of a level in a very short amount of time. And I want to ask you, because I just kind of made the connection. I didn't really think about it. So your decision to go to Texas Tech, did that have to do with coaching change with Matt, with Matt Wells moving over there? Was that was that a part of the conversation? So actually, I actually had that in mind, like when I first went to school, like I just wanted to put myself on a bigger platform. I knew walking on was going to be an investment, you know? Um, And that was with the help of my coaches as well. They was just like, okay, you're walking on. So you got to make this happen. Like you want to put yourself on the biggest platform um, because it's it's no feeling like playing in front of 70, 80,000. Like it's a, Mm -hmm. it's a different feeling. Um, And so that was something I had, in mind all along, I wanted to put myself on the biggest platform. And I, of course I had some success um, walking on, you know, getting put on scholarship and then playing um, early. So I wanted to put myself on a, on a higher platform um, yeah. from the jump. Gotcha. And I know you're a, you're a well-traveled guy, obviously, because, you know, yeah. you go from Utah back to Texas, then you go all the way up Northeast, crazy yeah. bad for a second. Cause Man, it's cold up here, brother. Like, it is cold. Talk to me a little bit about just kind of, I guess, the culture shock. I don't know if we want to call it a culture shock, but obviously Utah is very different from Texas, and then Buffalo is extremely different from both places. Like, what's it just been like maybe at each of your stops? Um, it, It's been real different, you know, uh, you know, coming from Dallas and then going to Utah. That was a big culture shock. You know, I, I, yeah. I haven't really um, been in any environments like that, let alone traveled. So it was like, uh, it was different for me, you know. Um, I got to experience some great people, you know, out in Utah, uh, and some great coaches and stuff like that. So it was a big, it was a big difference, you know, going to Utah first and then coming back to Texas. But um, going to Buffalo, that was different. Um, really, it was real different just because I had never been out north, uh, up north, or you know, in New York. Period. So um, just being in New York, I got to experience some great people, you know, great teammates and stuff like that. Like it was. It was I had some real good experiences at every place that I've been. And I know Utah can get cold, but like, did you enjoy the cold weather? Was it cool maybe seeing snow or is it not not really your bag? Yeah, I mean, it really I feel like everything, um, everything I did, like in the cold places, it gave me a different perspective on life. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I just had good experiences everywhere I've been. Um at first, it was like real, real, real cool. Then it kind of got annoying. But overall, it was like a good experience to see like, damn, like it's really snowing like every day. Like sometimes you might not see the sun for a few months. Like I'm just like, right. dang, like um, it's snowing for real. But I, I mean, I like the cold. Um, I like the cold. It's just different places get colder than others. Like New York, it, it's cold in New York. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> but it do get cold in both places. I mean, I kind of like the cold. I just... It, it make me it make me appreciate the sun more when I come back to Texas. For sure, for sure. And B- Buffalo gets really cold too. That's why I wanted to ask that one. And yeah. I mean, I w- I was just I'm a New Jersey guy. I just went down to Florida for a week, and it was like 82 down there. And then I came back, and it was like 37 and snowing. You know, it was just crazy. Yeah. So I, I I can definitely understand those those differences, obviously. And I, and Jamarcus, for you now, we're moving into the into the draft process. But before we do, like, I want to ask just a little bit because. I think it's very interesting sometimes to ask people like who are some of their guys. And when I say that, I mean, who are some players? It could be like growing up in the past. It could be guys now, like who are some NFL players that maybe you watch a ton that you try to take stuff from them to emulate to the degree. Do you have any of those guys? 
Oh yeah, like uh, I actually like to watch a lot of receivers too. Uh, okay, I, I watch I watch DBs as well. But um, when I was a receiver, um, I like to watch a lot of DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I like to watch him a lot, just how aggressive he plays and stuff like that. I still like to watch him, you know, just how he he uses his body, you know, to. Um, make some outstanding catches and stuff like that. And it's also good to watch receivers as a DB just because you can see the different types of things like like as the game evolves, like what they doing with their body and how they, you know, uh, train in the offseason and stuff like that. Like, And there's some things that you can add to your game as a DB, uh, like yep. as far as ball skills and stuff like that. Uh, but as far as DBs, I love watching Jalen Ramsey. Um, I love watching Stephon Gilmore. Um, who else? Who else? I watch college guys too. I like watching Derek Stingley. I also like to watch. Uh, I watch. I watch. I watch Darius Slay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a baller. You know, he he go crazy. Darius Slay a baller. You know, I'm an Eagles fan, so um, I like watching Darius Slay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see who else. I like watching longer longer body types. You know, people who. Um, who are more like me. And I take little bits and pieces from everybody. So, like, I watch Stephon Gilmore for his technique, um, Jalen Ramsey for his physicality and, and how, how much they understand the game and stuff like that. Those are just a few um, that I can get off my head right now. That's a great list, man. And, and speaking from the the Darius big play slay perspective, yeah. like, I'm right outside out of Philadelphia, man. He's yeah. Last year he was okay, you know. This yeah. year he took his game up another notch. Like, he is yeah. playing fantastic this year. So, great list. Uh, like you said, longer guys, which is your bag as well. You are a longer corner. So talk to me a little bit about what you bring to the table, Jamarcus. Like, what would you say? Obviously, the length of the is going to pop off. The wide receiver background is going to pop off. Describe yourself a little bit as a football player for me. Um, also, versatility. You know, I bring um, versatility to my game and being able to do multiple things, you know, um, and not just be so, um, I guess, uh, how would you say, um, trying to think one dimensional you know yeah. um i bring a lot of uh different things to the table i can be um very physical you know and man to man but i i'm also smart enough to play um in different zone zone concepts and stuff like that um and being able to take away you know uh that matchup you know i can i can i can match up with different guys you know uh with my skill set i can also play in a slot um i can play safety i can play nickel you know you can move me around um anywhere on the field and just you know, plug me, plug and play me anywhere instead of being one dimensional and only on the island. You know, that's, it's good to be on the island, but I feel like um, being able to play multiple different positions, it helps you understand the defenses better, understand um, what offenses are trying to do and being able to um, just be versatile and, and, and being more of a skill set to um, whatever defense that I play in. I love it, man. And and I think it's even more important, too, because the game is like ever evolving offensively. Yeah. So we're seeing guys be able to move like Devontae Adams could literally line up any multiple spots on an offense. And if you use Jalen Ramsey, so I'm going to use Jalen Ramsey, for example, like yeah. he is following him every It doesn't matter if he's outside. It doesn't matter if he's in the boundary. It doesn't matter if he's in the slot. It doesn't matter if last week they're playing the Ravens and Mark Andrews is the best pass catcher and he's going to line up against a tight end. Like I think that it is ever evolving how important that versatility is. So I think that that's a big element, obviously. And kind of fill us in a little bit, Marcus. I know you're down back in Texas, getting ready to train. Where are you training? And just how excited are you to tackle this part of the process? Um, this is really kind of my favorite 
my favorite part, you know, uh, getting, getting, getting better, um, as far as like once the season is over. So, um, I'm actually back down in uh, Dallas and, um, training with, um, the same people that, that I train with, you know, uh, coming out of high school and going into college and stuff like that. Um, training with Rod Jones. Um, he's actually a mentor, um, to the, the people who train me. My coaches, uh, Kyle Ward, Mike Adams, and, uh, Adrian Medis. Um, so he's training me. Um, and Mike Adams, he's also training me and getting me ready for the process as well, like doing my skill development and stuff like that. Um, and Coach Rod, he, he's doing my strength and conditioning and stuff like that. I didn't really want to go to the big facilities or nothing like that. Um, just wanted to um, – I feel like at the big facilities, it's not really a focus on uh, – like you as an individual, you know, they have a lot going on, like uh, with a lot of the big-name guys and stuff like that. Um, and so I really wanted to stay focused as far as like – with the same people, you know, who seen me grow to where I'm at right now and take me to the next level because I've seen their work um, with multiple guys and stuff like that. And the results speak for themselves. So um, just being back home, you know, training with around people, you know, who, who know me and uh, just getting ready. You know, uh, I feel like this this process is, is a big, big, big step, you know, um, but, you know, I'm ready uh, and getting ready, you know, to to do something. Like something great. Oh, absolutely. And, and and aside from just improving your game, obviously, how much involved is the combine prep, the pro day prep type of thing? And how excited are you to show what type of athlete you are? Oh man, that's that's a big that's a big part of it. Um, you know, because the pro day and stuff like that, um, is it, it is coming up and you have to be ready, you know, for that moment. And um I'm just excited, you know, because it's a once in a lifetime thing, like, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. and you just want to, you know, enjoy the process, you know, um, day in and day out, you know, grinding, just trying to um, achieve that lifelong dream of, you know, playing alongside some of the people, you know, grew up watching and stuff like that. Like just, you know, just embracing that journey in uh, the grind, you know, uh, what it really and truly means, you know, to just just grind, you know, and know that that process is going gonna to pay out in the end, like uh, the long game, you know, I've been, so my journey is crazy, but it's like, I feel like this, I don't know, everything happened for a reason, you know, uh, and shoot, I've come this far, you know, I can take it even further. Yeah, it's going to make it worth it in the end for sure. And I know you being a Texas guy, I can imagine how much football is kind of meant, meant for you for most of your life. So my last question is just kind of a two-parter. One, how long has the NFL been a dream? And two, just knowing a few months from now that could be a reality for you, just how much a blessing is that? I want to say the first book that I picked up because uh, I wasn't a big reader like uh, or nothing like that, like growing up. Um, but the first book that I picked up when I was in like first grade or kindergarten, I want to say it was a it was the book. It, it was about the the Tiki. Uh, I mean, the Barber Brothers, uh, Rondé and Tiki Barber. That was my yep. first the first book that I picked up um, and I read it and I was just like, dang, like, OK, like this is a sport that like that I like. And. Uh, ever since then, it was just like, like I just knew something about football, like, like making it to the league. It was like a dream of mine, like just playing on the highest level. And it's crazy how how fast life goes. And and now I'm like in that moment, you know, when you can really just uh be right in the moment. And I'm just ready, you know, to make my dream a reality. You know, playing whatever team it is, just trying to make that dream a reality. Um, and just playing at the highest level and dominating, you know, and just being myself, you know, and just inspiring somebody else, you know, who who coming up, uh, 
to just be as great as they can possibly be and take take their dream as far as they can take it. That's fantastic, man. So again, joined by Jamarcus Sangram, defensive back out of Buffalo. You play him all over the place. Long, athletic kid. Really looking forward to seeing what he accomplishes. Jamarcus, this was fantastic, man. I really appreciate you again for hopping on for a few minutes. Most definitely. I appreciate you for having me. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.